For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Believe in Bengals podcast. He is Adam Pacman Jones. I am Solomon Wilcox. And Adam, first of all, just got to check in with you, my man. You had a pretty good weekend? Man, I had a great weekend, man. I've been traveling. I was in, hold on, let me see if I can say this right. Warsaw, <laughs> Warsaw. Warsaw. Yeah, Indiana. Oh, uh, man. We had a basketball tournament up there. We came a little short in the championship, but my girl, she played good, man. Saini played good. Go ahead. Look at you, boy. Hey, look, you just got all kind of athletes over there just poised and ready for greatness, aren't they? Yeah, man. <laughs> just trying to let them skip the line, you know. Um, we built a, 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 a legacy or something for them to follow. So That's right. Our goal is to do what we have to do so they can be better than us. I love the way you work with young people, work with your kids, man, and you're giving them something to shoot for. King Richard don't have nothing on you. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, let, let's get down to talk about these Bengals. We're not going to today because we do have a draft special that's yeah. coming up, and I want everybody to really be anticipating that. You are going to be enthralled by the information you're going to get in this draft special and the people that we're talking to. That's right. They're over there in the Cincinnati Bengals office. We're going to keep the rest a secret. But we have a draft special that's going to be coming out here real soon. Today, we just kind of want to talk about what it means to be able to get um, players at certain positions. So we want to talk about the prototypes of what we think the Bengals are looking for. Right now, they have the 31st overall pick in the first round of the upcoming 2022 draft. And that's really where you just, you don't get to dictate who you're going to pick as much as you got to let the board fall to you. So what do you think about the Bengals just taking the best player available at them uh, when they go on the clock with the 31st overall pick? Um, the, the Bengals are going to take the best player player. We don't know what position it's going to be because we're at the end, we at the bottom of the draft pick. So That's right. um, it's a lot of good people. It's a lot of good players in this draft in all positions. Um, like we said, we, we really don't know what position it is going to be, but it could be a center. It could be a corner. It could be a D tackle. You know, right. we know we're not getting the quarterback. So that's, that's right. one thing that we know we're not getting. <laughs> we, yeah, we were pretty good there, right? We're all, yeah, we're we're pretty, all right. We're all right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. so you, just, you just named the critical positions. If you talk about the, what are the Bengals' needs, I do think it is a young center that gives them depth and versatility on the offensive line. I think they could use another corner. I think they could use a pass rushing defensive tackle. I think they could use a tight end who can really change the line of scrimmage in the running game, but still be viable in the passing game as well. I think they have two really good tight ends in Drew Sample and Hayden Hurst. Um, so we're going to talk about that a little bit more. And let's start with the center position. Um, if there's a really good, talented center on the board at 31, why should they take a center? What what would be the reason why that would be smart thinking for the Bengals? 
Well, with all the offseason moves that we did, we're getting the veterans that we got. We have a gritty offensive line. We don't yeah. want no guy in here that's, you know, a finesse guy. We don't need no forget finesse guy. We need somebody that don't mind getting their feet dirty. That's a right in between a dirty player and a straight line player that's willing <laughs> to get his nose dirty. That is right. the prototype center that we're looking for for the Bengals. That's <laughs> right, man. Look, I – I think, um, you know, Frank Pollock said it best. He's the offensive line coach for Cincinnati Bengals. He turned it, hey, we want glass eaters. We want people who eat glass. Now, what I would just be real and say, we want somebody that's going to punch people in the mouth. We want some people who are willing to get downright dirty. I think people need to understand, offense and defensive line, when they play football, it's a smash-mouth game for them. And some offensive linemen embrace it. Some don't. Some rather be in pass protection. Other guys just rather fire off and hit you in the mouth and break your wheel when it comes to the run game. So that when it is time to protect the quarterback, the guy in front of him, he's already had his wheel broken. I want a center that will bring that kind of mentality to the offensive line, like Alex Mack. You remember yeah. he played for the Browns, played for um, the Atlanta Falcons recently. With the He's now with the San Francisco 49ers. This guy's over 10 years in the league, played every single year. He's a gritty, chiseled veteran. And what he does, he wears down the guy in front of him. That's what I want. If we're going to find a center anywhere in this draft, I want that kind of guy with that kind of mentality. And the Bengals are showing what type of prototype they want, too. You know, yeah. who's going to get the, the the kid down in uh, Tampa Bay, but Tom came back. So it shows the type of players that we want and the grit and, and what we're looking for. And I think it's a lot of – Young college guys that might that might can slip down to, to 31, you know. Okay. Three really good centers in, in this draft. So we already have one good corner. We have one that's teetering, but he made strides improvement in Eli Apple yes. one season ago. Chidobia Woozy is a keeper. I thought he played great in the Super Bowl. I mean, that dude was coming up, hitting, tackling, covering. He was he was playing well. And Mike Hilton is a must-keep. He's a Swiss Army knife. I think we need another corner, but I want to hear from Adam Pac-Man Jones um, why we need another corner and what what's the prototype of what kind of corner we need. Well, I think we need another corner because all these guys are on a one- or two-year deal. So yeah. uh, we're coming – all our offensive guys have three, four more years on their deal. We need somebody that we can be dependable, and so we don't have to go and find somebody in – the next offseason and the next offseason. Because at the end of the day, you got to look, look at it. Shit, we got to play Joe yet next year. That's the whole cap. So we ain't going to have no money to go spend and get a top DB. Got to pay him some money. That's right. We got to pay him some money. We got to make it rain on Joe. That's so right. That's with, right. With, it's a lot of cornerbacks in this draft that they are deep. Um, we need somebody that can run. We and It's not stiff, you know, and I think I think it's a lot of guys that fit fit that mold, and they need to be able to play special teams. It would be great if we can get a guy that can do corner and punt return. Um, I only seen two of them that's pretty much in the top top mm -hmm. that can do that. But um, it's interesting though. It's interesting. But I think we got to have somebody that's you know what I mean mid range that can run though. You got to be able to run these days in the league, and your hips got to be fluent. I am going to, you and I both are going to go into players more specifically and start breaking down players at this position in our upcoming draft special. 
Um, and that's when we'll begin to dive into the prospects that the Bengals um, could inherit through the draft um, at some of these key important positions of need. But we'll do that in the one-hour draft special. Uh, but I want to move on because I do believe also that one of the needs is going to be a pass rusher at the defensive tackle position. We got the edges taken care of. And now, if another edge rusher falls to us, I don't think you can have too many of those guys. So I think whether it's an edge rusher or an interior defensive tackle, um, I think the Bengals, if one of them fall, I think the Bengals are going to be very interesting to adding to what they currently have. Why would that be important and what kind of player prototypically would you like to see them uh, get with that 31st overall pick or maybe even in the second round? Well, you've seen in the Super Bowl what, what the pass rush do, you know. That's if, right. That's if, you, right. <laughs> if you can steal your Aaron Donald, <laughs> you know. That's right. Saying? That's right. Uh, but it makes it so much easier for the guys in the back end. Um, um, me personally, I, I like the pass rush that we got. I, I like mm – -hmm. I love our starting guys as far as the whole interior uh, defensive line. Um, so it ha it's got to be a guy that's, 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 that's crazy numbers, I think, for us to go D-tackle. Um, we just got D-tackle, the kid from Ohio, Sam Hurd from Ohio State um, not too long ago. He is playing unbelievable. Yeah, Sam Hubbard. Yeah. Oh, Sam Hubbard, sorry. Yeah, oh. Sam Hubbard and obviously Trey Hedrickson. Yeah, uh, they're on the edges, but we got B.J. Hill and D.J. Reader on the inside at the tackle position. I think we're all set there. Personally, I think we can add another guy either on the interior or on the edge. Remember, Larry Ogunjobi was the starter right yep. next to um, right next to D.J. Reader one year ago. And B.J. Hill would come in and spell. So we get, had a nice rotation of those guys on the interior but you need that. You need really three to four guys that you can rotate on the inside. Then you like to have three really primed edge rushers. So I think we can add one or two. I think what we learned from Aaron Donald, because it's cool that you brought him up, it's one thing to have guys who can rush the quarterback off the edges. It's another thing to get, get a push in the face of the quarterback. He did it from both. He was at the Absolutely. end and went inside. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Sam Hubbard. Remember in that AFC championship game, they moved him inside, but he was also running games where he lined outside. They would run the end sort of around and then he come looping late underneath coming up the middle. Yeah. And man, they really got to Patrick Mahomes and Sam Hubbard was phenomenal in his ability to track the quarterback in space. Listen, we're going to be playing against Deshaun Watts twice a year. We need a guy. Hubbard is, I think his value went up once Deshaun Watson came into the division because we already know he was a weapon in both our games last year against Lamar Jackson. Well, at least in the first game when Lamar played because Hubbard was able to track him in space. Now we have another running quarterback in this division and Deshaun Watson, Sam Hubbard can, he can run. He's a former defensive back when he was in high school. Yeah. He can move. He can really he can move. move. Yeah. Um, and he can go track the ball down and the quarterback. So, he, he he's good off the end, man. Like, and he's played at the high high level this year. Um, yep. Gave the guys a lot of energy, and uh, he, he I think to me he led the group up, up front by far. He uh, he's a versatile player, so I think if you could get another edge rusher who can anchor, I think we'll have a great rotation and our outside edge rushers. I like another defensive tackle because. Uh, to be able to ink, to have a rotation of those guys on the interior as well, I think it's going to be vitally important. If you can push the pocket, 
if you if you make that line have to shrink down because there's a huge pass rush presence on the inside, it shortens the corner off the edges to get to the quarterback. So listen, either way, we could use another edge rusher. I think the Bengals are primed to take best player available. As we've already said, they could get the inside guy, the outside guy. They could get a corner or they could get a center. They also could end up getting a tight end. We got Hayden Hurst. We have Drew Sample. We got Randy Moss's boy, Thaddeus Moss. But we need a guy who can, I believe we need a road grade and tight end who can help anchor the offensive line in the run game to help Joe Mixon. But if we have to move him to help with pass protection, he's good there too. So we don't have to get that guy early in the draft, but as long as we get him, you know, I, I think that would be good. So a tight end is kind of in the back of my mind. And I know if, if one is like that on the board when it's they're on the two, clock, they're going to get them. It's only two of them out there, though. There's only yeah. two good tight ends out there. Um, how, how about this? There's always more. You just got to yeah. find them. You're that's right, just like – that's at, just like – But at the at, at the 31st hey, pick, I think tight end would be our last choice. Oh, of course. I, that's what I'm saying. This ain't necessarily at the 31st pick. This is second round, third oh, okay. round, okay, fourth okay. round, fifth okay. round. I'm saying if we came away with one – Somewhere okay. in this draft, dude, I'm. I, I think we're good. I think we're happy with that. I think. I think. You know? I think Dep, Dep will help. I think we got what four tight ends signed right now. Yeah, but only the other guy, Mitch uh, Mitchell Wilcox, is more of a special teams guy. Okay, he's more a special teams guy. We got. All right. Yeah, I like that. Then so get a tight get a tight end in, in one of these rounds, deepen up the room. You know what I mean? Get a rookie in here so he can pay some tabs. Here's here's my thinking. Here's my thinking. Dude, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, you can never have enough protection for your quarterback. And I and when people think protection, it ain't just line. It ain't just the offensive line. You're right about that. The tight ends, if we don't release you, bro, you need to hold up. Yes. You need to help um, you know, the, the, our offensive tackles. You're gonna have to help Lyle Collins. You're gonna have to help Jonah Williams set the edge against some of these talented edge rushers, right? We may move you in at fullback because tight ends today are really like hybrid fullbacks, tight ends, and you got to be able to – the running back is a blocker sometimes you go match protection. Yeah. So if you're a running back in this league and you can't pass protect, we can't keep you on the field, bro, on third down. Am I right? You're, you're 100% right, and that's why we yeah. love TJ so much. TJ would block his ass off when he was done. And um, we're going to miss his presence. So we got to feel somebody to fill that void. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. And, so, and like you said, it, it, it's, it's not never enough. Never enough. Not never. For, not for Joe Burrow. I, no. I just want everybody to go look at the last play of the Super Bowl. Go yeah. get the all 22 tape. You're going to see Jamar Chase came wide open. Wide open. He wide open. He beat Jalen Ramsey. And if, if Joe Burrow had the protection, we hoisting the Vince Lombardi trophy, man. That's how much protecting Joe Burrow means moving forward. I said it this time last year, but nobody wanted to hear what I had to say. You know, we, we went out and got the receiver, and I ain't mad at it because I like Jamar Chase in 2019. I watched him play every down at LSU, okay? And in 2020, he didn't play. He didn't play. He, you know, he sat out most of the year. He sat out the whole season. And so when he came in last year, you and I were 100% on board. I don't care how many passes he dropped during preseason. I knew that dude can play. So yeah. I wasn't going to quibble. 
I wasn't upset when they took the receiver. I just knew we still left our quarterback vulnerable and the 102 sacks over his two seasons, 27 games. Yeah, that's, a NFL, lot. that's a lot, man. And, yeah. And, and that doesn't speak to longevity. So I, so I'm still right on that. That's how I'm yeah. going with it. Hey, one last question. Baker Mayfield, man. The Cleveland Browns, we all know they went out and signed Deshaun Watson. 230 million guarantee. He is their starting quarterback. Right. Prematurely, Baker Mayfield sends off a letter and he won out of Cleveland. I don't want to play there anymore. I don't know what makes him special. Whereas when a team go courting another player at your position, you get the right to whine, piss, and moan because last I checked, every player who's ever come to this league has seen them draft a player at their position, sign a player at their position. And you know what we do? We just keep showing up for work. Yeah, we don't go to the principal's office and and start whining. And so Baker Mayfield, he's due a guaranteed $18 million contract because they picked up his fifth-year option one year ago so he's on the final and fifth year option to which the Browns have to pay it. They're not necessarily going to trade him because Deshaun Watson may have to serve a suspension for violating the code of conduct policy. And if he has to be suspended, who do you think the Browns are going to turn to to play out those games? And if you're Baker Mayfield, bro, your egg better be ready. Yes. B, you get to create a market for yourself, man. If you're coming in these games and you ball out, you don't have to stick around Cleveland. You're going to have to find a job somewhere for big-time money. I say pick your big boy pants on, bro. Stop whining and do what football players do. They play football. They play. When I was here, shit, they drafted a corner every year, first round. That's what I'm talking about. Guess what I had to do? Go in my bag, figure out my tools, and do what I do best. <laughs> I love it. I love you know it. what I mean? And still help them out. Doing yeah. the way of, of, of going through all uh, all of this as a teammate. Wow. So, man, wow. put your big boy pants on. <clears throat> they going to play the best. Obviously, you're not the best because they just pay, pay him 230 So, one thing you can do is go and compete at a high level and create a market for yourself and show them, hey, you're a guy for somebody else, team. Yeah. 32 NFL teams, mm-hmm. hey, it's a lot of more jobs out there, kid. But you can't go complaining to the media and all this shit. And that's what cowards do. That's and at right. the end of the day, they draft players every year. Every year. Every year. Yeah, your position, the other guy position. Yeah. And I'm sure if it was Nick Chubb and they drafted a running back first round, Nick Chubb came in there whining. Baker would be like, yo, man, can you just shut up and play? Can you just right. get it? Can you keep your emotions intact and play? Why is it that quarterbacks feel like if they draft somebody in my position, my feelings hurt? Why is it that way? Yeah. I, don't, I ain't digging that, man. You, It's time to put your big boy pants on, Baker, bro. You get, you, if you play, there, we only control what we can control. Bro. You can't control who they sign, who they draft, who they bring in here. But if they put you in the game, you got some control, brother. You got to show up. And I love the fact that you brought up they draft the guys first round. I know for a fact, Adam Pac-Man Jones, when they drafted Dre Bly, you, I mean, excuse me, Dre Kirkpatrick, excuse me, yeah. you helped Dre. Yeah. You, you wasn't saying, no, Rook Young Young. You, you ain't taking my job. You helped him. You was there with him, locked arm and arm with him. You had his back to make sure he blossomed and becoming a complete player. I watched you do it. 
Yeah. So we don't run from competition. We embrace it. And we don't shun those who we're competing against. We also embrace them. That's what the greats do. That's right, bro. That's why our league is great, by the way. Yeah. Each one teach one. Am I right? Yeah. Each one teach one. Take a family to, to uh, what they say, the uh, village to raise a child. <laughs> That's right. I like it. I like it. Hey, Baker, man, we we not hating on you. We just want to see you. Baker, I'm actually happy that I hope yeah. you don't play against us because you don't want to beat us. <laughs> Baker, Baker been giving it to the Bengals every yeah, time he play them. Hurry up and get Baker out of there. <laughs> I'd rather play against the Sean Watson than Baker. I got to give Baker his props. I got to give Baker his props. I think he undefeated against the Bengals. Every time he play them, he wins. Baker, we do not want to see Baker. Go and get Baker out of here. Man, ain't nobody scared of Baker. What you talking about? I'm just saying. You know what? Ain't nobody scared of no Baker. Baker record against us, though. (laughs) Baker do damage. This might be the only game he wake up for. (laughs) He he like them big stripes, huh? He like them big stripes. He like them big stripes. Hey, Adam, man, great show. I'm looking forward to recording our one-hour special, our draft special. Believe in Bingo podcast draft special coming up. Real soon. We hope you enjoyed uh, this latest episode. It's on fire. We cooking and we got more coming this summer and wait till we get into training camp. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be the Believe in Bingo podcast bigger and better than ever. He is Adam Pacman Jones. I'm Solomon Wilcox. Thanks for joining us, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.